1: from everywhere
2: yeah.
1: i'm addicted
2: to the it's a so. love on. can't be on hey welcome to the corner sports talk we are live it is a thursday the number is 888-346-9144 the shows won't go by fast just me in the studio Unf- not unfortunately. I think that's very fortunate. I've been having a great time being myself. I'm thinking I'm going back to that. Unfortunately, we have Doug on the line. Uh, Doug, welcome to the show. Where have you been? Not just where have you been, where have you been without notice? Well, we had Doug on the line. So, anyway, we, we can still move on with the show. Again, I'm in the studio alone. Thursday, live show. I don't know where Doug is. Uh, I'm right here, man. You right here? Okay Well Where you been Doug? The music kept playing I couldn't hear uh-huh. The music You couldn't hear the music Where you been Doug? You know where I've been man I was in Ohio I know but the phones work You calling in now right? You're not in the studio <laughs> Yeah cause I'm back home now Are you? Oh okay Alright right. All You're on so vacation
3: Tomorrow's Fireball Friday So I'll bring I'll bring fireball for the fireball sh-
2: For the show tomorrow Tomorrow I and will be in studio. California Calling in To oh. my show I will be in California Calling in Am I drinking alone then tomorrow? (sighs) No, you're drinking with Demery, I guess. Okay. I guess. What's been going on, man? You was in uh, Akron. Did you get to the Hall of Fame?
3: Yeah, we did. We went up there uh, Friday. And uh, you know what? I was upset. They took the Pat Tillman um, display down. I couldn't find it.
2: Oh, Did you ask them if they took it down? Why did they take it
3: down? No, because it wouldn't have been a good conversation at that point.
2: Why? You're not a huge Pat Tillman fan. It's because he went to ASU.
3: Yeah, was and the stuff he did in the NFL, but no, I just, I thought it's been up there. The tell lot me, time.
2: tell me what, tell me what uh, Pat Tillman is. I'm not putting you on the spot, but you tell me what he did in the NFL. Because uh, Pat Tillman, he was a, has, he was a, he he was a has, real good, real good friend. Real good friend. I just want to know, because a lot of people put, think they know, but we going off the military stuff. Um, but Pat Tillman, and not to put you on the spot, let me tell you, Pat Tillman made his way in the, He learned how to play in the NFL. He was, he was, he was great for the team, great for the sport. Um, he's a Very intelligent guy Uh, And it was You know He was his own person In my opinion He was his own person A lot of people I think you if you ask A lot of people About Pat Tillman They will say that That guy was his own person he, he 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 had his own He had his own thing Going all the time Uh Even in camp You're looking for Pat Tillman He's somewhere reading When we're on our off When most guys Are looking for somewhere to sleep He's somewhere reading a book Or downtown Having coffee And reading a book But that was the guy But then when he Um And he did play. He did a good job in the NFL. But when the military stuff came around, it became magnified because of the military and what he did and what he sacrificed. A lot of people don't even understand or know what he sacrificed. They're talking about he left millions and millions of dollars on the table. If you leave the NFL, you leave millions of dollars on the table anyway, most guys. So, but I wonder why you didn't ask. I would have asked him. I said, where's the Pat Tillman? I came here specifically for that. And I, I just got a Pat Tillman, um, um, that I should have had years ago, but I just got a Pat Tillman. You know the the frame with his with him running on the field. That's the the same picture you see everywhere else. Even the one they have down in Glendale, in front of the stadium. Yep. I got yep. a picture. I got a picture of that in a, my poker in a poker poker tournament I was hosting. So, oh, okay. So yeah, but I still would. have asked him if I was you. You were you went you an ASU fan. You you go to all the games. I'm like, where's the Pat Tillman? I came here to see that also.
3: Right, and it's something just because it symbolizes the NFL you know, the fact that, and I'm not taking away anything, because there's millions of, of guys out there and women that leave careers, leave families behind to join the military. So, um, you know, because he was an NFL player and left the NFL, you know, got kind of magnified a little bit. And some people don't believe in that, that, that it was wrong to put him on such a high pedestal. Um, but it was, just I mean, at the time we kind of covered our end, and you don't see a bunch of NFL players, NBA players, MLB, leave a professional sport to go over and serve the country. So I think that's what it was. Was He was kind of one of those first people, you know, first player to kind of do that. Um, and not necessarily just leave to go overseas, but then get killed overseas. But well, there was a
2: lot where you he know. got ambushed overseas. Well, there was a lot of guys, um, uh, even doing baseball, even in World War II, they was fighting in the war, and they came back. Even... um who was it? Uh, was it was it Joe Frazier? I want to say, I think it was Joe Frazier went into the military, but know. because Ali wouldn't go, they made Ali uh, where you don't like your country, you don't fight for your country. Where you got a country that don't fight for you, that's a whole other ball game. That's a whole different topic. But we talk about athletes leaving their sport to go to the military to fight for the country, uh, and I think it was I think it was Joe Frazier who did that uh, and come back. And then yeah, you it does get magnified because. It's a sport. Even in baseball, when those guys left, and that's how you got women's baseball, um, those guys left to fight in the war and came back, and some of those guys, you know, had great great careers, but it was magnified because of the athletic part of it. You get to tell that story. You can have a story that said such-and-such went to the war or, or Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay not going to the war. But it only, if it yeah. benefits you, the story makes sense. So if it benefits you, it depends on how you, much you um, publicize yeah. that story. 888 346 the Sports Talk. Doug B. on the line, and we got Demi Lashay in the studio. He showed up, y'all. Glad to be here. Your mic is not on. Let me turn you. Let me get your mic up. Mic. No, you right. You showing up? Don't. No I'm blocking. I'm blocking all y'all out. You and uh, I don't need a mic. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, can you turn mic two on for uh, Demaryn? He he sneaks in. I don't need a mic. You don't need a mic. Are uh, you live now? They you <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> okay. See, Kevin listens to the show. You're right. He tunes he listens in. Listens to the show. I'm. am I'm, I'm just gonna stop right there and leave it right there. Hey, well, let's talk some basketball. NBA basketball. I don't know how the Oklahoma City Thunder, and we're going to talk about them first. I want to get into some Cleveland Cavaliers, the hottest team in basketball. I didn't think they would win a championship this year, but it looks like they're headed that way. They're still beating up every team in the West, and the West is supposed to be the best. Mm. You only got two good teams in the East, maybe three. But let's let's start in Oklahoma City. Let's start with the Oklahoma City. With Westbrook doing everything he's been doing, MVP candidate, MVP caliber play Since the All-Star All-Star went crazy in the All-Star But we know what that is That's a huge pickup game But you know, you still have to get up and down You still have to hit the shots could be a pickup game But you're hitting three-pointers from 30 feet away mm-hmm. You still have to make those shots But it, I think that All-Star He's always been a guy with a high confident level He's always been the guy who said I can win the game on my own uh, Just give me the ball To his fault Especially when you have a, a Kevin Durant right there to lose by 39 points and be mentioned in the MVP category this year but with uh James Harden and and Stephon Carey, you, you, you just took yourself to third place. I thought you were still in the mix.
1: You <laughs> thought he was still in the mix. He was he was sitting on top.
2: No, he wasn't sitting on top. Man, that man was James walking was, up and
1: down. He James was walking Harden. up and down, triple double. He, he walking up and down the they court. They took one. Of, they took
2: one of them away. So he only he's got nine on the season. It should have been ten. They took one away. Now they, if he wasn't an MVP candidate, mm-hmm. he would have ten triple doubles right now. Because he's an MVP candidate, they, they're just watching it like a hawk now. The statisticians and and they, and how they do their job, when they decide to do their job, is amazing. It's, it's it's hilarious. But he wasn't on top. James Hardy, if if he was on, he was probably tied for second. And I and and I go tied for first. Mm-hmm. Who was tied for first was. Stephon Curry for what he's doing over there had the best record, and James Harden. James Harden was doing all this without Dwight Howard. That mm-hmm. was that's, in my opinion, would put him on top of uh, of the voting. I know what it's going to be. They make it. They want, it's going to be a tough decision. It's going to be co MVPs. It's going to be Stephon Curry and James Harden, and then um, Westbrook tied for. I mean, coming in second, which would be third, over LeBron. Yes. Okay. Westbrook Lebron. Lebron. Lebron just Lebron. I'm just I'm just, I'm
1: just, oh, you just, making asking, sure, just asking, asking about see, the king You cannot maybe. forget about the king
2: I'm forgetting I'm just, about the king I'm okay. James Harden The real King James
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Westbrook was on fire But how does his team lose By 39 points is what, is what I'm asking To the San Antonio Spurs Who loses to Then they lose to Indiana And then they lose to um, The New York Knicks They lost to the Dallas Mavericks They lost to the Dallas Mavericks the night before they played OKC
1: last night. And, you know, Greg Popovich, he he got into their tails. He caught him out a little bit, you know, saying I think it's, it's time to turn up your game, turn turn the playoff game around. And Tim Dunkey, you know, the veterans was like, Yo, we this you know, we gotta turn this around. We've been too lackadaisical all season and, you know, everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon, jump off. They're not worried about that part of it. But they know it's that time to really you know, turn this thing up. It's playoff basketball time. We all healthy. We're all getting back into the game. Everybody's getting in shape, and they let it loose against OKC without Kevin Durant. And I, honestly, I just think Russell Westbrook was exhausted. I he, mean, he honestly, was exhausted. He had to be. I mean, but they, you an
2: MVP. Can you? Do, you that's that, fine. We, we watch, It is fine, but we watched this on. We watched this guy go crazy. A, yeah. good, a good crazy, and I'm like, he's always had that in him. Mm-hmm. Didn't he have knee surgery this year? How's he doing that What he's doing? How's he jumping out the gym, speeding past everybody, under control? He's doing some things I, I haven't seen in a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's a lot of talent in the NBA. But the, the talent they choose to market, you don't see those guys doing what Westbrook is doing. You don't see that. You, mm-hmm. We keep calling LeBron James by we, the media, the people who outside keep calling him the best. Well, there's some guys that's right there. You don't get the MVP because you're not the best. And sometimes you do. I take that back. But Kevin Durant, who was the reigning MVP? Kevin Durant, right? Yeah, but he but had to work for that. He he had to even, work for it, yeah. Even
1: when he was dropping, what, numerous games of 30-plus points in a row. Because
2: they want to give still it to LaBron. Yeah, they still,
1: you know, they don't want to give it to Russell Westbrook at all. It's, they don't want him to be, the you know, the face of the NBA for a year They don't want to give it to guys like James Harden, guy with a bearded face. They don't
2: want to give it to uh, Marshawn Lynch.
1: Yeah, they don't want to give it to Marshawn Lynch, and, you know, they will be happy to give it to a Steph Curry because he has the family basketball background and, you know, uh, his dad played in the NBA numerous years. He grew up with the NBA father. That's easy. King James, crown him the king once again, keep that mojo going. But they don't want to give it to guys who, who are busting their tails for their team. You have Kevin Durant not on your court. You're still getting triple-doubles with naming their starting five besides Russell Westbrook. You're still getting uh, 50, 40-plus games with James Harden. I mean, without Dwight Howard, without all-star caliber players on his roster, I mean, he's doing it all by himself. So I think those guys get the higher credit than—they should get the higher credit on the court than a Stephen Curry, whose roster's loaded with— superstars who've been together for a while. and Well, not superstars, but star players in their own roles. And, you know, LeBron, come on. I I, I honestly think Kyrie Irving is driving that team from start to finish. LeBron had days where he took off and days where he came back. And went to a football game. Yeah, poking at Kevin Durant's head or Kevin Love's head. You know, he's poking fun with him.
2: That's why I don't see everything that everybody sees in LeBron. Because if he was – LeBron, I'm surprised he haven't been in a fight yet. That's was that's what, that's surprising to me. That's a no, big boy. I'm just Cause he can't fight. Yeah, I don't care how big you are. That's a big a boy. A fight is a fight. But <laughs> he ain't. He, hey, who gonna take that loss? Man, he wouldn't have been. A, he wouldn't have been who a play. Who's gonna take that loss? He wouldn't be able to. LeBron wouldn't be able to play. They would have had to make him tough in the 80s, and in the early 90s, they would have to make him tough. Now, who gonna take that loss? That ain't no loss. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no loss man, you, so you, you talking about he a big boy It's a big boy Put me on the court with him I, I, What's up hey, you know the movie Young blood Yep up. Yep That's kind of what I you, do with you don't have to do that with LeBron Because LeBron, is, I don't see Tough, mentally yes he's tough Physically I mean you get down in the paint he, And Demi and say he's a big boy, yeah Because he can box everybody down But that don't have anything to do with the fight Look at Pacquiao. No. He's, he's a, yes, he's a great fighter. Pacquiao, you, all it takes is one punch. One punch. <laughs> and it ain't going to be no, I'm going to sneak up on you. I've seen big boys fight on my team, football guys. Mm-hmm. But we like to fight anyway. We like to fight. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just part of our DNA. But I, I agree with you when you say Kyrie Irving, is the, is, he's in the driver's seat of this team. He's the one. LeBron comes in and when he wants to, and when they start mentioning MVP and his name is not mentioned, he's upset. He's right. upset about it, so he goes off on a few points. Do that always. You should have stayed in Miami if you could have did that. The reason you left Miami, in my opinion, because you're too pleasing. You wanted to come back to a team who, to an organization who didn't like you. They burned your jersey. They call you all kinds of names. They, they made it real personal. Mm-hmm. You, leave mi- you leave you leave be Miami back because you didn't want to do all the work. But then when they don't mention you an MVP, you come do all the work. What'd you say, Doug? Oh, I said, and then they welcome you back with open arms. Right, right, hypocrites. <laughs> one thing I can't stand. One thing I can't stand. Yeah. But, you know, I I still put Westbrook as Westbrook as, as, as number one? two. Oh,
1: two. Who's the one? I mean, James Harden. I will give credit to James. I've been on James Bandwagon. How was
2: Westbrook, even Westbrook when, before uh, Stephon Carey?
1: How was Westbrook before... Uh, Westbrook is doing this thing without Kevin Durant. Without Kevin Durant, James Harden with been doing trades that. all up and down the roster. Mm-hmm. The, that team has been changing, and he still got them in the AFC in the playoff. Race. He didn't start doing three it games until
2: after the playoffs. Fields. I mean, the um, he was doing the, He was doing it before All Star. Mm-hmm. He All-Star. had a little
1: injury period, but he he had at least
2: their two whole of team his... been injured. That whole team has been on, missed yeah. the game. That whole Oklahoma City Thunder right. team has missed games right. from right. injuries. Now. Yeah, I like I'll, the fact that Westbrook did,
1: came back the way he did after his injury. Westbrook came back 3 times he this came season. Came back like Adrian Peterson. Yeah, after injury after injury after injury this season. He's coming back yeah. and hasn't fallen off like what Doug just said. He 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 comes back with vengeance, you know, he do, he just does not stop. And to fall back in the game to get triple doubles in the Western Conference and you lead your team by yourself without Kevin Durant, are you kidding me? That's what um
2: That was James Harden is doing. <laughs>
1: That, I know. That's why he's still number one. Even though he's not
2: getting the triple doubles. Here's why they'll give it to um Stephon Curry over Westbrook. Because of some of the things you said, mainly because he could be a, he could be the face you could you can market him all over. Yeah, absolutely. You can market him all over. Uh he's that good old boy since he, he coming from, back- yeah, yeah, from that. Back- <laughs> he come from that background. <laughs> right. Uh, which now everything I'm saying is hundred percent wrong of why he's getting it. Would be the reason he getting it Would be 100% wrong And I don't think you do the MVP like that I don't mm-hmm. think um, I don't think uh, Steve Nash should have got the MVP Oh I don't want to um, talk about that He was almost in the same category as Jordan Don't Michael bring Jordan. that up yeah, but e- then he, he is
1: in the same category as but Michael But he Jordan.
2: politic for The boy and uh, uh, Dirk Nowitzki to get it He politic for Nowitzki to get it When everybody's saying Steve Nash is going to get it again mm-hmm. Like it was hands down Steve Nash is going to get it for a third time he politic for Dirk Nowitzki to get it. Now he had the numbers, but you didn't argue those numbers. Like when Kevin Durant was hitting, those, was lights out, right? And you still thought he wasn't gonna get it. How you Kevin Durant don't get the MVP hands down mm-hmm. when what when what he was doing in the league last year? Absolutely, now, the, I don't want to bring
1: up that Steve Nash incident. He
2: got it. He got it. One twice. year,
1: I think he should have arguably the, one that year. That first he, year, he, no the first one. First one. He averaged fifteen and ten. Are you the kidding first me? One.
2: Fifteen to two. The second one he should have got it. Second one no. The third one they was even gonna try to give it to yeah, him. Yeah, they were. I but they was remember. three 8, 8, eight three four six nine one four four. We're gonna take a quick break. Come back. Finish up on some NBA basketball. Then we'll move a little, move a little quickly into um, some uh, NCAA basketball. not yeah. supposed sports talk, we'll be right back.
0: Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: Yeah, this right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. I don't know if that's a good song right now. Babies, mamas, and all that nonsense. Nah, it's not. It's not. Maybe in Chicago. In Chicago? In Chicago.
1: Greg Hardy (laughs) coming to town. Greg Greg
2: Hardy. Both of y'all was uh, kind of close.
1: It yeah. was just across the water from each yeah, other,
2: Chicago. We, we leave it right there, though. <laughs> um, <clears throat> welcome back to the show. We let's get back into some. And um, see, let's finish it. Let's finish up on the uh, NBA because we really want to talk about some Calipari, West Virginia. They play tonight. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, uh, but there is talk. Uh, okay, let's 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 narrow down our MVP, top three MVP, and let's move on. Westbrook. Kerry, James Harden. Here's here's mine. James Harden, Tie for second, a close tie for second. Kerry and Westbrook. <clears throat> mm. No love for the king, the original king?
1: No. The I'm OG?
2: No. What no. what has he done? Except, I mean, he they went 29, I think they 28-4 or 29-4, and, and, and a lot of those teams they beat were obviously on the West. Mm-hmm. So it looks like, I mean, he's coming out of nowhere, but he's not coming out of nowhere to, to go straight to the top. In my opinion, he might be 4 or 5 in an MVP race. Mm-hmm. So I like Davis. If he if he get that little bony shoulder fix, he, every time somebody touches tough. If he, exactly. <laughs> if if he, he becomes, becomes tough. Exactly. If he becomes tough. That's why Kentucky, and we're going to get into this toughness in the Kentucky players uh, when we talk about NCAA. Mm-hmm. So no love for DeMarcus Cousins or anything? Yeah, I got love for DeMarcus Cousins. You yeah. got a lot of love for him, bro. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I wish that, the NBA did, now. too. But <laughs> he a fighter. He's a he, beast. He's a fighter. They don't want you to fight. Because if, they, if, they, <laughs> if you're a fighter and they let you get away with fighting, eventually you're going to fight them.
1: He went to Kentucky. Yeah.
2: but I love, love for him. He,
1: yeah, he's tough, but he doesn't get a lot of credit, which is insane. You know, he walking 30 and 50. Because you right. would have to market him. That's mm-hmm. why.
2: You would have to market Jamarca's cousin. And you don't know how you're going to do
1: that. Yeah, so... Without the marketing, I will have Westbrook. No particular order.
2: No, we need an order.
1: Without the marketing, I will have number three Cousins, number two Westbrook, number one Harden. (laughs) With the marketing, which how the NBA goes, which how we go figure this out. (laughs) James Harden still number one, Curry two, and West Westbrook three.
2: Yeah, that will make sense. Go ahead, yeah. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your three right there. That's your <laughs> political three. Yeah, that's my <laughs> political three. What'd you say? I like that political three. Oh, yeah. That political. <laughs> yeah, that's a political three. You disagree?
1: Three. That's a that's a solid three, Doug. Oh, okay. I don't know about DeMarcus Cousins
2: being number three. I mean, either. And right. I got love for him. All right. So I got, got the stats. He, he, numbers he don't has- lie. They don't lie. They don't no, matter. Don't lie. They don't matter. But that's why you got a political three. The number of stats don't matter. You just say he had 15 and 10, or 10 and 15. Nash.
1: That's yeah. 15 to talk and 15 that anymore. That's, that's why. It.
2: That's how. That's the same reason. Uh, same way Jason Kidd got it. Jason Kidd was co MVP with uh somebody. Yeah. Who was it? Jason Kidd was. But coach. that
1: same year, Nash won. Iverson was averaging 38. Right. Oh, that two was two and a half.
2: That was Iverson MVP. And you know he had the best team in the East. That was Iverson uh, MVP. <laughs> his own players. How you gonna give it to Iverson all oh, tatted up? They they really this really means something to them. Them executives. Mm-hmm. This really means something to them. Tatted up and But then you go back. Um, then you go back to the stats. Iverson took his team. You know how LeBron took the Cleveland Cavaliers to the finals with nobody his, as a young guy. Mm-hmm. Iverson took his team to the finals against the Lakers. How was he with gonna be? nobody? With nobody. With he had um. What's that other our name? Eric Snow? No, not Eric Snow. Aaron please. McKee? Nope. Keep going. He played. went to Connecticut, I think. Or Connecticut or... <laughs>
1: Kevin Ollie, the coach. Not Kevin Ollie. Had... He did. He was on that Sixers but squad, yeah, though. not Kevin
2: <clears throat> What his name? Oh, he was good, too. man. He, he had, uh, looked like Fabulous. <laughs> he looked like Fabulous. <laughs> but he I'm had him like, on squad. I, mean, oh, that, I got to look that uh, Sixers championship team up since y'all... Don't have no stats. He looked like fabulous. <laughs> let, me, let me think of him though. But but he took his teams. Hey, I took his team to the finals. Of course, coming out of the East. Of course, yeah. And got stumped. And got stumped by. Uh, he won one Lakers. game.
1: He went out with a. He and went st- out with a bang though, that first
2: game. And stepped over Tyrone. Luke. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was uh. But that was him. That was his MVP lead, and he took his team to the uh to the finals.
1: Right. Then that same year, or the, no, it was following years after that, still averaging 30 in the in the game. Averaging 30. I mean, he played over 70 plus games, would they still give it to Nash? Nash is, Amari Stoudemire is probably the most dominant player in the paint. That season as well, he averaged twenty six and ten. Amari?
2: That's when he was with the sons. Went
1: to Suns. Went the Suns with Steve Nash MVP. But they here. gave it
2: over. They went for Steve Nash over Amari.
1: Wow, this man was averaging twenty six and ten.
2: Man, you don't get it, do you? In the paint, I've been trying to educate you for a long time. Sean
1: Marion averaged eighteen points, ten rebounds. That same yeah, squad. Why did?
3: Why were they averaging those points? Because Steve was at the point guard and giving them that
1: opportunity. He was giving them rebounds. <laughs> no the
3: rebounds, but not the uh, the points. The assist that Nash was giving them to get the points and get everything else. Now, the rebounds, that's going to be... You're a forwarder, mm-hmm. uh, center in the NBA. You should be getting 10-plus rebounds a
1: game. Mm-hmm. So that's... So, they, okay. I, no, I get. The, I, I understand that point. Yeah, without a true point guard, they they wouldn't be getting those numbers. Absolutely. But at the same time... I
3: think that's why you give it to Nash. mm
1: mm-hmm. I don't know uh-huh. if I give them the whole league MVP. I give 10 26 MVP. and 10 don't come from just point guard play. You got to... Yeah. You know, he's working out in the paint. But at the same time, you know, they still had Joe Johnson. I mean, that team was incredible out here in Phoenix. He averaged 17 points. I mean, yeah, that run-and-gun system worked to an exception. I mean, you had superstar players, four of them at the time, four of them. Um, Three of them still probably stars to this day. But, uh, I mean, that roster was just incredible, even the bench. And I I think so much was due to... To Steve Nash I mean I see him In the same way As Stephen Curry If Stephen Curry Took less shots He would be averaging 15 and 12 probably And then everybody Like oh he If he took more shots He would Be He would You know Be a scoring champion I think Steve Nash Was in the
2: same way But Human nature We always find something To not give somebody something Or we always find something To give to them We we always find like If you don't like If you don't like I'm a hater I don't care No I'm just saying If you don't like the guy No I I like Steve Nash I do too But I'm just saying Human nature overall, the lead. That's why is a. That's why it's a conversation about how he got MVP three, almost got it three times in a row, mm-hmm. in a row. Or now, if you like Steve Nash, nice, you can justify. You can say, well look at these numbers and what, like Doug said, where he was a point guard, he had to do this and that. He was on. A, he's the MVP for the Phoenix Suns. He probably came in second or third one of those times, and I say one Steve Nash nice should have got, but Larry Hughes. Oh. Larry Hughes oh. was on that team. Six foot five point guard. He was about six foot four. St. Louis University. Okay. Larry Hughes. I didn't know they had Bruce Bowen on that team before he <laughs> went to. Um, Bruce Bowen was everywhere. I didn't even, yeah. I Bruce Bowen no was a defensive he was on stopper. Team. He was dirty, too.
1: Yeah? He was dirty.
3: Sure, I think Demery's just upset because Reggie Miller never got the
1: MVP. You hit a soft spot, man. <laughs> you, <laughs> Reggie you, Miller. you just touched a spot. But well, he was he, Reggie Miller was never going to get it because he played in the Jordan era. I mean that was down Jordan time I, and Charles Barkley, Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing. You're right, well, Doug. I mean Reggie was never going to be number one in the East. Period.
2: So numbers don't lie. So I
1: don't. I, I can't. I can't <laughs> give you that one. Reggie, no, was, always, Reggie
2: was, was always a top scorer.
1: Not in, not in the league. He was. Huh? Yeah, for his team. Yeah, he's right. always a top scorer. He was on, <laughs> took the most shots too. <laughs> no assists, no rebounds. So was a that's why I knew Reggie would never get the MVP because he never passed the ball. <laughs> Reggie Miller was a shooter. That's why. Right, shooters yeah. don't. Shooters can't win MVP unless you put up,
2: unless you Kevin Durant defense. numbers
1: and grab some rebounds. Yeah, and if you're a defender, correct. Reggie was <laughs> neither neither of that. So you hit a tough spot on me, Doug. But you know, I I'll
2: tell you, his uh, he didn't deserve uh, one. He didn't deserve one. Right? what Reggie played for 15 years. You deserve an MVP just because. No, no. Oh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you get a, you better be mentioning up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let me see what's his average. What was regimented uh, average? Oh, he averaged over twenty his career, over twenty one, something like that.
1: Shoot. Now playoff. I mean, you think about a playoffs MVP. He you got, got twenty five. He got over twenty
2: five thousand points in the, in the league. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a he's putting them up. He was putting them up. Yeah. Yeah, he putting them up. I think he had the most.
1: Uh, most field goals in a, in a career as well. Next see. to Jordan.
2: Field goal average. Yeah. He's 17, over 17,000. Yeah. <laughs> Free throw, but he was a, but he was a pure shooter though. He was. All-time ranked. Huh. Reggie Miller, was 48th. All-time ranked, forty eight. But yeah, as long as you stay out of the league, you get, you get guys that can come up. Uh, yeah, he's top 50 yet, no doubt. No question about that, he's top 50. Is he in the Hall of Fame it's, yet? R- Reggie's,
3: uh, he averaged 18 in his, during his uh, career. 18, 18. 18 points. <clears throat> That's Three assists. That's, <laughs> not three
2: assists. Three assists. <laughs> That's not good. And three assists. <laughs> three assists. That's not Hopkins good. That's not good. Offense
3: rebounds, .6. Defensive, 2.4. Mm.
2: Well, Reggie didn't play no, well... He don't play defense one time when he stole a ball from Isaiah. Oh, what was it? Uh, what game was that? New York? That's New York game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when he stole against the Knicks. Yeah. yeah turn around he, 8.9. Which you can't do. Yeah, that's the only time he played uh, Played defense.
1: Yeah, but he, he lived in the biggest moments. No Man, how many shots he took, no how many rebounds he did not get or assists he did not throw, <laughs> put him in a clutch moment. See who was going to make it
2: happen. Reggie yeah, people, was definitely going to make it happen. Majority of the time. You you stay you if you hot from time to time, you a star. You stay hot, you're a hall of famer. Yeah. And he stayed hot his he, whole
1: career. He came out day one. He in a hall of fame. Yet?
2: Not yet. I don't think his time his came time in. been up. It's only five what is it? He's only been kilometers?
1: yeah. he been out. Only, no, he is in the Hall of Fame. He is. He is, he is. Yeah. is. yeah. He is in the Hall
2: of Fame. It's long overdue though. Uh let's longer. go uh He don't even know when he went in. West Virginia freshmen. See, I don't like when freshmen talk. West Virginia freshman, uh, Dexter Miles Jr. told reporters Wednesday, "Salute them for getting thirty-six and zero, but by tomorrow they'll be thirty-six and one." Woo! He a freshman. Wow. That's fine. So, well, I, I like know, that. Me too. But don't don't talk freshmen. Don't talk. See, he's a guy that got out of the pack, and a reporter grabbed him, and they said, "Say something stupid," and he did. Okay yeah say something stupid He's in a pack of some, of some and a reporter saw him lingering like a look you know how the wild you know how you mm-hmm. see them um, hyenas looking ready to attack they's looking for one one to let slough off be in the back, and we gonna get him <laughs> we gonna get him next <laughs> miles is that guy he's 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 with the water buffaloes he's and he was a baby sloughing off in the back, say something stupid they'd be thirty six and one, and they might. Because West Virginia? You know, they they battle-tested, and they might. But 36-1, you just gave the best team in the league some more ammunition just to destroy you by, what, five minutes left in the game?
3: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's not even the best on the team either.
2: But, but he said the Wildcats don't play hard, and they don't play hard from time to time. He must watch the games when they didn't play hard because they were so complacent with blowing teams away and beating teams all all year. He must watch in, I'm not watching a whole lot of um, regular season games. I probably watch the end of their regular season games, maybe their tournament play, their conference play, and I'm watching what they're doing now in the playoffs. So he's watching, he's watching regular season stuff when they was probably 20-0 and 0 and just beating teams, destroying teams. He's watching mm-hmm. those games, and they got complacent and didn't play hard because they was already up by 15-20. This is the same Kentucky team that beat teams by 15 every game, 15 or more. So Dexter Miles, you know, he said they don't play hard, and they should fear the Mountaineers, and not the other way. The Mountaineers shouldn't fear Kentucky. You shouldn't fear anybody if you're going into competition. You're going into battle. It's fear and nervousness are two different things. You could be nervous, but that mm-hmm. might make you a, the player that you are, and that might get that may, that might mean that you're ready to play. Mm-hmm. Well, if you
1: think about it this way, to back up uh, Dexter Miles' comments, Dexter. Daxter, Dexter. Mm -hmm. Daxter. Uh, It's Daxter.
2: It's Daxter. Thank you.
1: So, (laughs) to back up Mr. Miles' comments, um, I don't blame him at all for having the confidence in his team, having his confidence in his seniors to step up, because that's what it comes down to. You know right now during the playoff run, during the March Madness tournament, your coach is telling you, hey, do it for the seniors, do it for the older guys. You know, they'll never get this chance again. Uh, You know, your superstar guys – Freshmen pick it up You know These seniors Will never get a shot again You'll probably never get To play a 36-0 team Ever again Should and, you talk and, smack and beat Before em. Probably not But at the same time That's the kind of confidence That this kid Has in his team West Virginia Play a rough style Basketball game So they're gonna Bring that That East Coast You know Bullying type Mentality Basketball Mindset to the court you, Your head coach Bob Huggins Come on Bob Yeah I mean He He's a great coach. He's rugged. But yeah. he yeah, he's a rugged, tough-minded. We're going to beat this team up. If we ain't going to beat them scoring, then we're going to beat them up in the pain. I'm not talking about fighting throwing blows. The, but if, if gonna, West Virginia going to be sore, him,
2: the next team going to beat them right. going to be beat down.
1: Exactly, cuz you going to you going to feel sore playing West. They're a scrappy team, but I don't like I team. like Jawan Staden the yeah. point guard. Yeah. You know, he did get a little injury during the season, but He's uh coming back healthy they got, you know. They got some running gunners. They got some quick guys who can run Kentucky the big boys down. Yeah, I know, Ask Kansas. They beat Kansas up. Right. And do they have the talent? Probably not, but they do have the confidence, they have the swagger. I don't mind a young freshman talking smack. You only going to see Kentucky one time probably in your whole career. So, in their 36 and oh, I don't mind it. If you if you that good to talk trash. It. And you know Kentucky. I mean, we're gonna find out how yeah. good he is, but he's representing his team. He's saying my team they're gonna be thirty six and one. I'm know. not gonna be the reason why they're gonna be thirty six. Now but- I hear
2: you when you say coach you used to tell us guys, all right, young guys, right, this is seniors' last go round. You got to step it up. You should never have to tell a good team like that. That, yeah, but it happens every on every team. It happens. it happens on every team, right? Especially when you get to this moment, yeah, except for Kentucky. But I don't want my freshmen. <laughs> they don't have talking. seniors. They don't have seniors. They can say, hey, this y'all last year together. Well, they, ha- they have seniors, but they're not on scholarship. Oh. Kentucky has seniors on the team. They're not on scholarship. It's a lot though. of guys' last game for Kentucky,
1: too. So? <laughs> they're going to the pros. About nine, exactly. About nine of them last game. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. And, yeah, you do get that speech. Yeah, you, yeah, but no.
2: I don't want my freshman talking. That's fine, man. At least he's talking. I don't, you know. Because you ain't got to talk when you're that good. You don't have to talk. When you're, you're right. that good, you don't you're have right. to. Right, you let
1: your game speak for you. But I mean, he was just saying it's the last game of the season. I mean, I'm
2: saying what on are you, paper, what, what this is this, this
1: could be this kid's last game of this season. Who? So guess what? The I'm freshman? gonna go out and say whatever. The freshman? Yes.
2: This could be his last game. It can be. It yeah. can't be Kentucky's last game. It could be. But I'm <laughs> I'm like you need to <laughs> shut up. We'd have had a better chance if you didn't run your mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if, you didn't, if you didn't feed that lion uh, oh, <laughs> that raw meat God. before the game and teased him with raw meat before the game, and now he's hungry. Come tip off. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the mentality of it. I'm, I'm 100% on that. Well, it's West Virginia basketball. It's Bob Huggins basketball. It's, yeah, that's It's the, toughness. Yeah, it's coal mine basketball. It's toughness. Well,
1: I, I feed you the meat. I okay. give you the meat. Come on, show me how tough that lion is out the cage. We from West Virginia. We're not SEC. We're not Alabama. We're not... Uh, Kansas whatever Big 12 West Virginia yeah this
2: is they Big 12 we come from the, yeah they're Big 12 now but you know they bring that Big East mentality you know which was nothing All right Crumble, I suppose, so I take a quick break come back and finish up this I want to know what you guys think about Calipari the talk of him going to the, back to the NBA um, his recruiting role at Kentucky is different from what his free agency role would be in the NBA we'll be right back
0: Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective. Live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? (laughs) Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: Welcome back from Live Sports Talk. That Night Rider song is that's a, that's that'll play forever. I don't know if uh, kids. And, Born in the next 10 years No we don't about know it. about it I'm going to speak for no, them I'm, I'm just saying Born in the next 10 years <laughs> I'm going to speak for them I know, know you can't it. speak for them Yes I can You can't even speak for The 90s kids right now Why They all it? cracked up They still get recovering <laughs> They still cracked out <laughs> They still recovering <laughs> they, uh, they get Yeah but
3: didn't uh, Busta Rhymes Do a, a song on that beat
2: though too Oh was
3: in it Busta? Mm-hmm.
2: He did Yeah, <laughs> Dude, yeah. <I> thought, <laughs> That's
3: how Demery's
1: age Knows about that you're
2: right Buster still I'm hanging ready. on, I too. Was, I was ready the for rapper, Mode
1: Squad to start <laughs> getting in there. But. The only
2: rapper that really hung on from start to finish is LL Cool J. I know you don't know a lot about him, but mm. LL. I know. I know A lot. You know him because he's still relevant. From start to finish, was in the Crush Crew ver- era, mm-hmm. is still doing his thing. How long was that era? <laughs> it was in the 80s. LL Cool J, my radio. Mama yeah. knock you out. No, Mama knock you out was uh, later, but I'm talking about my radio. Believe me, I like it. And you got an LL back there, Kim, because these these guys. I mean, you know what you know. What it's my it, fault. Why am I even talking about some stuff they they could never know or understand? They they look into uh, young rich homie quans. No, anybody. <laughs> that, I mean, that's just the
1: that's just the era that it's in now. That's just what. Rich it's all, car, about, it's all about. You can him. Honestly, it's a, that's fine.
2: You can't what, understand him. You can't, understand, him,
1: you can't understand young thug. Do you buy me? Right now, all the music. Right, it's all right. about the bass. It's all about. The, it's <laughs> well, that, all about not. Well, that, well, that girl told you not that no girl. trouble. Right. That has. <laughs> that makes sense to a nigga. Hey, she was. She hit it right on the point. That's why that's she a wrote Grammy, that song Grammy winning song. But every song is about the beat. The bass, if it's catchy, you can just dance. it so no matter who, what is being said on the microphone, you okay. don't understand what what's going on. To that, that's what it's all about right now. Now take it back to old hip hop. Yeah, with I'm bad and all about my radio. LL Cool J. Those are straight lyrics. Here's my story. You're right. That was to break. Right now it's all about you know who has the the most bass in the in the club or in the party. That's what gets played. That's what gets played the hottest. You riding down up and down the street. If it has a lot of bass in it, you gonna turn your music up, get you in the in the mood and the feeling. Come on, man, you're reaching. You're gonna, I'm you're, not reaching. You're, That's you're, just you're, what it is. Yeah, your
2: words not flowing. You just not they're not flowing. You're I'm to not make, reaching for
1: it. That's just what it to, is. You're trying to make you trying to make
2: it make sense. Is that I, I agree simple? with this. That's where it's at right now. The worst of songs today don't catch me. You right. It's the It's the bass. It's, it's the, the, base. It. It's the Ain't no bass. The, the boom, beat and, boom, boom, that, that bass. They don't mumble now. You right. Know, rich homie Kwan. It tell me what he's saying. That's one guy. Young Thug. That's <laughs> two
1: <laughs> gentlemen from the south. Ain't and Ain't nothing gentlemen. And about that's what them. it was. And that's what it is in the south right now. That's just they're just their their music is playing being
2: played worldwide. When did you start representing from the south? Like 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 really. Listening to music uh, I don't, Middle school, high school I'm talking about And you understood the words though I'm trying to make 2005 a point. 2004, 2005 So you've seen Kanye West okay. Jay-Z Alright <laughs> So you've seen uh, you seen So you drastically seen A change in music, right? Yes Okay I've seen a change i have seen a, drastically seen, I've been through through a change, change In TV shows, I've been through right? a
1: change Of movies I've been through a change Of music I've been through a change Of music, change of music so far
2: mm all right, I was just saying.
1: I've seen the change, so I agree with you. Yeah, I'm things do change.
2: You wouldn't, yeah. Your changes, my changes. You've by- seen a lot more yeah, than I, I have. So, of course, but I but I heard the words. They, I heard the words. I could hear the words. I can understand the words. Now I can't understand them. But what attracted me to even trying to listen to it was the beat, not the bass. Some guys go for that bass. That's why they fix their cars a certain way. Right? I, it's the beat. It's like that that beat that make you nod your head. It's like all right, that's all right. Now what is he saying? And then when you find out what you're saying, like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I don't call them gentlemen. You know I was a rapper, right? You know I had a rapper. Oh, here we go. You know, but and you singing myself, they, I, you singing they you singing these raps in your car. No, you mumbling no, just, just as much as they I, mumbling over the microphone. I listen to talk radio. I don't listen to rap. My, uh, what's what's playing in my car right what? now is uh backspin. Old hip hop. I just didn't say to every day, but you, you
1: when when it's on, when it's not you know the hit, you know the song. I don't. Oh, I don't I know the old stuff I don't So I don't know. you tell I don't. me When you in a party You hear that song you in the club Whatever you're Oh at. that's my jam When you hear it You dance into it You bob your dance. head And you mumble Oh I bob
2: my head Yeah I don't Not I ain't mumbling to the because I don't know what to mumble to You know somebody who It was funny You to the beat well was funny Somebody who mumbles the words They ain't never heard the song They think they know the song The music cut off Oh that's <laughs> annoying That's annoying <laughs> That's annoying Calipari Alright is talk about him if he goes 40 and 0. Is it 40 and 0? Yeah, if he goes 40 and 0, that he may go to the NFL, I mean, NBA. Now, he's, he's had a stint in the NBA, but he's a better coach now. And sometimes back then, these coaches were doing that for maybe, well, some of them were doing it for a challenge, but maybe the NBA, not maybe, but the NBA did pay more. John Calipari, they got more going into the NBA than he was when he was with, because uh, it wasn't Kentucky because uh, Rick Patino was in Kentucky. But he had a chance to go to the uh, lead. Rick Patino went to Boston. He was a Celtics coach. Doesn't make sense to him going back to, because he, he can get these AAU guys, these high school All-Americans, and tell them they're going to be for one year and win because he's getting the best in the country. Sometimes he's getting the best in the world. And putting them on one team and tell them you can leave. This is how we got the big three in the NBA. The only way he's going to win if he got two superstars and and a bunch of role players who understand their role completely. And that's not a lot of teams in the NBA. That's about 10 teams, 10, 12 teams in the NBA. The rest of them just, you know, like the Atlanta Hawks. There's no superstar, but these guys are winning. If you can get a team like that, the Atlanta Hawks, superstars, now there's a bunch of stars on that team, but when you get some superstars together, then you can win more games because they understand their role. And I think the uh, Boston Celtics did a great job of that first with uh, Paul Pierce and those guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Would it make sense if uh, John Calipari say, I'm leaving Kentucky, I went 40-0, and maybe because he wants a challenge? Because the money pretty much the same now. College and NBA is pretty much the same. But now you did them some grown man that you don't have no control of who makes more money than you sometimes, and then it becomes an ego thing. Will it make sense for him to go to college and leave Kentucky? I personally think he should stay in Kentucky.
1: You think he should stay?
2: Yeah, but because he could do this. He could do this with, right here. He can go get all the best people, best athletes in the world, basketball guys in the world, mm-hmm. and tell them you're going to play one year, and they're going to come because that's all they want to do anyway, play one year and go. Mm-hmm. Look at his Track record he, Two guys Two or three guys Leave every year From his team And he rebuilds mm-hmm. He don't have A lot of juniors On his team The only seniors On his team hey, He ain't got, got a lot, a lot Of scholars. sophomores You're right, right. You, You're absolutely right But in the NBA This is not gonna be the case In the NBA This is not gonna be the case Because free agency You can't control Because I can go Wherever I want to Free agency how you going to track me there?
1: He started off in the NBA, correct?
2: No, he started off in college. Oh, he, he started went to off the, in college. And he okay. went to the NBA.
1: And came back. John Calipari, correct? And failed.
2: Uh, but that failure was not – it was a lesson learned. It's not a failure like, oh, whoa, well, it's me. My career yeah. is over. Uh, obviously, we just see that. Like Pete the
1: Carroll, you know, you learn your lesson. Yeah,
2: Pete Carroll, yeah, with the Jets well, and Compared back. to the
1: NFL and and uh, Rick Pitino. You know, same deal. It was a learning structure when he went to Boston, came back. Rick Pitino Helped stayed in out.
2: Kentucky. He, he had more national championships. Mm. Yes Look okay. at look at the Calipari It's Kentucky Yeah
1: absolutely Doug you want to touch On this first
2: Go ahead man
1: Alright yeah Let me, let me school I'm y'all A bit I'm going to be doing A show by myself
2: hey, y'all, y'all tune got in 888-346-9144 <laughs> <laughs> t- <laughs> t- <Yeah>, tune, <laughs>
1: tune in tomorrow Tune <laughs> in tomorrow No So um, You talking about John Calipari And y'all I touched on this A little bit I'm going to be brief I touched on this A little bit last week That college coaches Should Transition their way Into the NBA Because of the youth Of the game Of the NBA Right where it is now And they should Unlock the rule Of okay NBA Well I talked about that uh, The other day High schoolers Jumping into Right High schoolers Jumping into The NBA early Once again After they're You know After they graduate From high school or Whatever They finish up That last year So I think The transition Of college coaches Need to transition Into the NBA game They need to unlock The chambers of the NBDL They need to bring uh, The NBA DL to an uh, to an existence because right now no one could care, care less about the MBDL, NBA DL, but those high school guys can actually start off jumping to the NBA DL rather than spending time in the NCAA, and you have a mindset like a John Calipari, Coach K, who been around the youth, the young group of kids, that culture, that college uh, basketball mindset and a whole motivational standpoint, you can bring that to the NBA. Yeah, it's hard to coach a million-dollar Weapon. It's hard to coach a you know million dollar superstar, but at the same time you find that inner motivation that they have. John Calipari. I mean, he could. He, he that guy. He he knows how to flip things. He knows how to catch on to what's happening. Flip it in a way then making it a positive transition. And I think he can be that trending starter. Of uh, Coach Calipari, Coach K. They. I can see those two coaches Coach who they can never bring go. it to the next. He'll year. Never go no, to he the no, he's done that Duke. He's he's gonna finish that Duke.
2: And, and the only thing he does professionally is when he he does the um, the Olympics.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the only thing he does professionally. But, but he,
1: Coach Calipari, I think he has the instincts. I mean, he changed the revolution of college basketball, going after the best recruits, showing you why, giving these guys a chance, not telling them it, you, you, the NBA's not going anywhere. So let's get you prepared to be a better basketball player. Uh, you know he's has his guys in totally different positions each and every night. Nobody's averaging 15 points a game. That means he's give, He's working on the weaknesses of these guys coming to Kentucky before they j- make that jump to the NBA for them to be a, at a great level. You see, uh, Anthony Davis. He made sure he dominated the paint defensively and offensively. Defense first. He m- helped Michael Kidd-Gilchrist become a star by driving the basketball to the hoop. Yeah, you're a great defender, but now you got to bring in some offensive game. You haven't seen his offensive game since he left, left Kentucky because Calipari brought that confidence to uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. And right now in Charlotte, you know, they're saying where he at now because that, conf- that same coaching ability, he's not getting the same coaching. So I think Calipari can help motivate that at the higher level, not just with Kentucky guys, but with numerous guys in the NBA.
2: Well, I'm, I, I'd say this: when you do it like that, you can teach it. It's hard to teach offense. You're in these skills, guys who can shoot anyway. But now you're bringing in all this height. If you Kentucky, it's, so now John Calipari he can teach defense because he's gonna let them go out there and shoot. So all he does is teach defense more than offense. But leaving the NBA, well, leaving college, go to the NBA and not having that much success on a, a professional level. And coming back to college, he's a better coach now. He understands now what's going to happen to him or what he's walking into if he goes back to the league. Mm-hmm. I say there's a different ball game because of uh, the the AAU kids that he can recruit. These all-world athletes that he can recruit, the high school kids he can recruit. And if you want to make that transition for most coaches to go to the NBA, that's fine. But then you got to change a whole lot of the NCAA rules. And the NCAA rules are predicated on what the NBA does. The NBA controls the NCAA rules. Right. And make these kids go to college. So that's why, and I had this great show when I was on the show by myself. I had this great, awesome show. I said, uh, you had. That? It was when y'all went on the show. Okay. What's You time about before? Huh? <laughs> I said, um, <laughs> this is the, um, this is." you need to stop calling these guys student-athletes because they have no intention of going for four years. Mm-hmm. And if they got intentions of going back, then if they can make millions in, then they can pay their way back to school.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and here's, I'll touch base on, on Cal These are the reasons I'm kind of going for the fact that he should be going to the NBA. Number one, he's pretty much accomplished everything in college basketball as far as the title, the teams, and everything else. Um, but he hasn't succeeded as an NBA head coach yet. But at the same time, by switching up to the NBA, it's something that he's going to be able to actually create some history if he's able to win that NBA title, because now there's only one other coach that's won an NCAA title and an NBA title, and that's uh, Larry Brown. Mm-hmm. So now Kyle party has got that chance to do it as well. But now he's not going to also have to worry about uh, cons- uh, constantly changing team coming in, he can have that more of a set team in the NBA than these guys coming up playing one year, maybe two years, and then leaving. So this way, he's able to teach a little bit more, get a- an actual program together, um, and-, and keep going. You know, not having just these new names to worry about. So it's uh, I think he's got more of a challenge in the NBA than if he stays.
2: He ha- he will have a team. huge challenge in the NBA. Um, yep.
3: And be, each game is going to be a, a challenge—not just the season itself, but each individual game. I, I, you know, I
2: think, so, yeah.
3: I mean, there's, let's put it this way: there's definitely going to be coaching jobs available in the in the NBA this coming up season.
2: Well, oh, um, yeah. And year.
3: even looking at uh, the Magic.
2: Every year there's going to be a coaching job in the NBA, but definitely in the pros. And we got about 40 seconds left for the show. Uh, ASU fires there, our basketball coach. Uh, five seconds, Doug. Give me your, uh... Thank
3: you. That's all I need to say. Thank you. Finally, and thank you, Ray Anderson. Who should they hire? Who should they hire? I'd am I, I like to look at uh, Jeff... Ka- Actually, they've uh, reached out to Jeff Capel and opened the job up for him. Mm. The Duke assistant. I'd love to see him come
2: over. Well, first of all, it's ASU. You can't recruit an ASU. There no coach deserve to be here. If you mm-hmm. can't recruit to bring up to this Sunshine State... You shouldn't be here anyway. And they're coming for some whole different reasons. Unfortunately, we got to get out of here. Kwame, last of the sports talk. Demi Lachey See in you the tomorrow. studio. See you tomorrow. Dougie B on the line. For Fireball Friday tomorrow. We out.